0: Hello, hello and welcome to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast. I am Lauren, your host and the human behind the Citrus Diaries community. The Dear Citrus Diaries podcast is an off branch of the Citrus Diaries community that was built over on Instagram and TikTok as well as the website and so many more fun things to come in that realm. But the Citrus Diaries community is full of people looking to make sustainable changes in their life when it comes to health and wellness and food. And this community is a place to build those connections with people who are going through the same thing and looking for some support along the way. So, I am so excited that you are here and that you are joining us. And in this podcast, we'll be talking about just the ins and outs of wellness, what that really looks like in a day-to-day life, and being transparent with what the healing process looks like. Because as we know, healing is not linear, and there's always going to be some bumps along the way. So, we are here to discuss the good, the bad, the in-between, and just all of that. Through this podcast, you will hear my personal stories and the stories of people that I interview as well as trend reports with the wellness industry and just kind of breaking down some things that are happening in the world of wellness and food. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the Citrus Diaries community and to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast. Now, let's get on with today's episode. Hello, we are back with another episode This week I want to do something kind of different. I want to do a case study episode and I want to talk about like one specific topic. This week being Emily Mariko's comment section on her TikTok videos because I have been looking at them. I'm like a big comment reader on TikTok. Like whenever I'm Watching videos, like I'm always scrolling through the comments and reading what everyone says. And I think her comments are very, very interesting. And I really want to talk about them this week in the lens of health and wellness and food and what accessibility looks like and how where we grow up and what that looks like really determines how we look at food and how susceptible and how willing we are to try new things. And you know, just how we look at food in general. So yeah, I want to talk about that today. And this is kind of piggybacking off of last week's episode where I talked a lot about what the wellness industry looks like on social media at the moment and how it feels very polarizing. And there's a lot of diet culture talk. And I feel like we were like at this plateau in what wellness discussions looked like on social media. And now we're kind of at that decline where we're slowly going back down into diet culture talk that is really led by the millennial generation on social media. Mainly all that content coming from Instagram reels rather than TikTok, but I do feel like it's migrating and I do feel like it's picking up a little bit in younger generations. So go listen to that episode if you haven't yet, but for this week, I do really want to talk about her comment section, because I think it's really interesting. So if you guys don't know who Emily Mariko is, you've been living under a rock, no T-note shade, (laughs) but she is the one that came up with the, or not came up, but popularized the salmon bowl recipe where she warmed up rice with an ice cube and parchment paper over top of it, and then she mashed up her pre-cooked salmon with rice and sriracha and qp mayo and then a bunch of toppings and ate it with nori sheets and she blew up. I've loved her on YouTube for a really long time. I wish she would come back to YouTube, but I love her TikTok videos. They are just like my comfort videos to watch. I really watch like three tiktokers on a regular basis and they basically feel like tv shows to me i watch her stuff i basically like check in and watch these three people's videos like every day i watch her stuff i watch i watch justine snacks videos which i'm obsessed with i've made so many of her recipes recently i most recently made her like rotisserie chicken style recipe but for mushrooms It was absolutely delicious. I made it with some roasted delicata squash and an arugula salad with an orange honey dressing and it was incredible. It was so delicious. Highly recommend making that. But I love her. And I also watch Meredith from Wishbone Kitchen. She was one that was got really, really popular because she's a private chef she's a private chef in the Hamptons during the summer. And I'm just obsessed with the three of them so i always watch their content on a regular basis and both like justine's and meredith's comment sections i feel like are pretty normal for what the content is and then i go to emily's and i'm just like what is going on so most of her videos are just like a vlog style of her cooking but she's not talking there's no voice over anything like that it's just like a vlog style of her making meals or grocery shopping, showing her farmer's market hauls, grocery hauls, stuff like that. And if you haven't seen her content, I suggest you go take a peek at it and then come back to this episode so you have an idea of what I'm talking about. But her videos, like she shows herself cooking and shows all the steps and things like that. And obviously, like from somebody who has made cooking videos before on TikTok, it's hard to show every single little step. To make the video still interesting and also not make it over three minutes long and obviously you want to keep it as short as possible and you know you can't show every step in those requirements so i know like people who don't make content probably aren't really thinking about that but her comment section is crazy she's always getting hate for like not seasoning her food enough or making dishes that are too bland looking or just that her meals aren't interesting or that it's like so much like veggie focused and just like really weird comments and I always read her comments because they just really interest me and I have been like studying them a little bit so that I can make this podcast episode but So many of them are telling her that like she doesn't season enough. And I think that's such an interesting note and thing to talk about when it comes to food because when I like watch her videos, like I'm thinking of an example, like when she makes like fish or something like that, she seasons it with salt and pepper and then normally puts like some type of citrus on top and some fresh herbs or something like that. Maybe a little different here and there and to me when i look at that i'm like okay that's how i would make it like you want the actual flavor of the fish to shine through and be the main ingredient but then so many of the comments are saying like you're not seasoning it enough like where's the flavor blah 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 and obviously i know there's cultural differences in like what seasoning looks like between cultures so that's a whole different discussion and i totally get that but i think just like looking at how she's cooking like she's doing it very much she wants all the natural flavors to come through is my understanding at least from watching her videos and people just like can't wrap their heads around that and I want to know like where does that come from does that come from the consumption of like a lot of processed foods which are like very seasoned and you know you're not really tasting the exact thing because it's so over processed that the flavor of whatever that is is kind of gone after all the processing or is it because lack of access to fresh ingredients so you don't really have that experience of cooking in that manner or you know is that just not how you grew up like did you grow up in a culture in a household where things were very heavily seasoned and not that there's a right and wrong to this like I think you should be cook however you want to cook and you should season your food however you want to season it but i think people have just gotten so bold online to share their opinions and comments and all that and people just fire off comments without even thinking twice they're not thinking that there's like an actual person that's reading them they're not thinking about how oh well how one person cooks is different from how i cook and like that's okay and there's just this like Weird energy on social media of like everybody thinking they're right all the time. And it's exhausting. Like, I hate reading the comments on her stuff because it's always like all these people, they're like, Emily, babe, where's the seasoning? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, who are you to like tell her how to cook her food? And she's not telling you how to cook your food. She's just showing how she's cooking. And people get so riled up in the comments. And I just want to know when and why did people get so bold online that they're just willing to fire off any comment and tell you what they're thinking at any given moment of the day and project onto everybody else. And I think that's why social media is so draining is because you're getting everybody's energy projected onto you at every given moment, every scroll, every like, every click. You are just a magnet for everybody else's energy because they're just projecting it all into social media and I think that's why it's so exhausting but Emily's comment section is just like a place that I feel like is such a sounding board for what food culture in America looks like right now and how there's just such a lack of access to fresh ingredients and fresh produce and that's why she's getting so many comments that are like you don't season your food like you know, why are like why aren't you seasoning it more? Why is it just being like left with just a little bit of salt and citrus and like I don't think that there's this like understanding of food because one we're not taught good nutrition in school. We're not taught about food science and how to cook for ourselves in school and there's not that like base understanding, but then there's also not access to fresh produce, fresh meat, things like that for everybody. And So you're not going to have that experience of like, oh, well, fresh fish doesn't need all that seasoning. And, you know, most of the overly processed things are so overly seasoned to, you know, mask the fact that it's not fresh. And I don't think people are understanding that when they're watching her videos and then leaving a comment and like trying to compare one to the other. And not that like shaming either one but I just don't think you can make that comparison and like hate on how she cooks so much just because it's not what you grew up with and it just that goes back into every facet I feel like of life in America it's like people look at something that's not the same as what they have what they grew up with what they look like how they identify anything like that and they look at it as if it's wrong as if it's bad as if there's something wrong with it and they just like can't see past the fact that like other things exist besides what they know and like just because they don't know it doesn't make it wrong and I don't know why this is such a complicated thing for people to understand and it just shows that there's like such a lack of awareness and there's lack of education around what food looks like and how to feed yourself nutritiously and economically and how to feed yourself based on like what you can access and Like, everybody has different accessibility to food based on, you know, their demographics, their geographical location, just the logistics of getting to a store, their financial means, anything like that. And there's such a barrier to food access in America. And there's just this, like, you know, systemic racism and division when it comes to food access. And I think... That's why when people are looking at her content and they're looking at the way she cooks it's not the same as what everybody grew up with and there it's just this like understanding of like everything that's not what I have and like what I've experienced just because I don't know it is wrong and I don't understand it and people are so bold and so like forthcoming with their opinions and sometimes I'm reading the comment sections and I'm just want to like be like shut up. Like you don't need to tell everybody what you're thinking at every given moment of the day. Like not everybody needs to know some things you can keep to yourself. Like maybe put a filter on and like not that we shouldn't be having a discussion, but the comments are so vile. And I look at like other people that I know that are very big on social media and the types of comments that they get, you know, they're not food creators, but there's the comment sections are so vile. And it's like for what like all these people are projecting like every time i read these comments the vile ones even the ones that are just like stupid i'm like you're projecting your feelings and it's because there's a lack of mental health care in the united states and there's a lack to health care that people are just looking for any possible outlet to express their emotions instead of actually working on themselves and getting the help or having somebody help them get the help they need. None of that exists. And so going back to Emily's stuff, the comment section is just like, oh, because that's not how I cook. It must be wrong. And I look at her stuff and I'm like, okay, I don't always cook the exact same way. But like I'd be down to try what she's doing or like there's nothing wrong with that. I think like there's this like culture on social media with food that if you don't cook how I cook – If you're not seasoning the way I do, or your process looks different, or you're buying fresh produce, blah, 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 instead of frozen things, like, understanding that, like, oh, if you're not doing what I'm doing, then it's wrong, which... I'm like do we need to go back to kindergarten to understand that just because something's different doesn't make it wrong and like that goes back to so many facets of American life and like not that it's this is just singular to America many other countries experience this as well but I only have experience here to speak on this and I just very very interesting and I think the reason her content does so well and why she's able to continue growing is because she doesn't respond to any of the comments. She doesn't respond to any of the negativity. She's not giving people a lot of information about her and her life. And when she did YouTube before, you got a lot more information. You got a lot more of an inside look and she really stopped that posting. Like she stopped posting once she blew up on TikTok. And I think she's just really protecting her her energy and protecting just like her peace because I think once you start responding to those comments and once you start giving those people a voice and an audience that it's just going to get worse and I totally understand why she doesn't respond. I see so many of her comment sections being like oh you never talk on here anymore like you never talk to your audience you never respond to comments blah 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 and like I get it who would want to respond to all that like who would want to look at their comment section and be told all the time oh you're cooking wrong or like what you're doing is wrong I don't understand why you did that like and I hate the comments that it's like that looks disgusting like I would never make that but like I still watch this video and it's like why did you have to share that like (laughs) keep it to yourself uh yeah so it's just it's weird to me that people have become so bold and are like so okay with sharing it and You know, I don't know if this has a lot to do with politics and if you can bring it back to politics with a certain group of people really getting a voice online in the past eight years or what's going on with that. Um, I'm sure you can make a connection. I'm sure you could draw it back. I'm not really here to do that today because whatever, it's not my place. But I think people are getting more and more emboldened online to speak their mind and not that there's anything wrong with that but i just like don't understand the purpose of some of the comments because when i look at them i'm like what was the point of this comment like why like what did you think you were going to get out of this like do you feel better after you commented that like did that somehow bring you peace like what was the point of all of this i i don't really know when i look at her content it i think that's why i enjoy watching it because She's just so unapologetically herself, and it just makes people more and more upset when she's not responding to stuff, which I'm, like, good for her, because I look at the comment section, like I said, every time, and the comments are, like, why are you bending over so much? Like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you saying like that? Oh, my gosh, your house is, like, I hate it. Like, it's, like, coastal grandma. Like, you're not seasoning your food enough. Like, all this shit, and I'm, like, do you think she gives a fuck? Like, and then it's always a comment, like after she goes to the farmer's market and gets fresh produce, you are like, oh, you must be like so rich. Like, I can't, like, you're just like showing off in front of everybody. And I totally get that. Like, I think access to a farmer's market is a really big privilege that not everybody has. And, you know, whether that's for financial reasons, geographic reasons, whatnot, you know, it is a privilege to be able to access fresh produce. But I think like, it's just like what what's the productive point of commenting that on the video she's not showing off she's not being like oh I'm so rich I can go to the farmer's market like no she's literally just showing you the food that she got like the content is so unproblematic and it's like people constantly want to find a problem with everything because people are so unhappy and so miserable in their lives that they have to project onto somebody else and that's something you know When I look at myself, I'm, like, really trying to work on limiting those projections and limiting, you know, putting my energy onto other people because there's no point in it. Like, it's just this vicious cycle of projecting onto somebody else and they project onto someone else and then, you know, it keeps going, keeps going and everybody's unhappy at the end of the day. And, I, yeah, I, I think people just need more mental health support. I think that's a big part of it. And I think there also just needs to be a better discussion around how to take care of yourself and how to recognize when you need help and where to go when you need help and what that looks like. And obviously there needs to be better healthcare so that people have more access to this and money doesn't need to be a barrier to treatment and to help and to therapy and things like that. And Yeah, it's just interesting how much you can understand about society just from the comment sections on some videos, Um, and that's why I really wanted to talk about her TikTok, because her page is really one of the only ones where I see such a, like, weird projection of energy. But yeah, when I post on TikTok and I, like, show cooking videos, I'm just, like, waiting for the comments to start coming in of being like what are you doing like that like looks horrible or you're not seasoning enough like I'm just like waiting for it to come in I remember I posted a reel of a farmer's market haul and I got so many horrible comments being like you're so rich you're so privileged like how much did you spend on all of that blah 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 and like valid you know there should be price transparency and things and I have no problem sharing how much I spent and obviously I know. Is coming from a privileged point of view and i responded to those comments and shared how much i spent and shut the comments down um meaning like people didn't keep commenting responding not that i turned off my comments but you know i also am like i don't want to be prefacing every video being like yes i know i'm very privileged to access these things like blah 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 like i don't think i need to give a disclaimer before every video i don't think people need to look at things like that and automatically assume the worst of somebody like just because I'm sharing a farmer's market hall doesn't mean I'm this super rich person who you know has access to way more things and like I mean obviously I do and I am privileged but I don't think there just needs to be these like automatic assumptions about everybody and I think that's what I happens on social media is people see one thing and they go running with it and they make all these assumptions about the person and you know I just think it's really scary for the future of how we connect with people and how we you know make decisions about who people are and who we want to be friends with and all of that and you know if you're just basing all those things off of a couple things you're seeing on social media instead of meeting the actual person because you know people are not sharing their entire lives on social media as much as they want to say they're being transparent part of it will always be hidden and therefore you're never going to truly know somebody on social media and you know if you're just judging somebody off of a couple videos I think that's really scary in the long term of like how we build relationships and I think people just need to take a step back and you know, realize it's social media, it's not real life. And just start to understand that more and stop the projections of everything all the time. Hey you, yeah you, are you a content creator online and you're starting to do brand deals and you're feeling a little stressed out or you've been doing brand deals for a while and you just feel like you need some support, well, I'm here to help. I am a talent manager and I'm here to guide you through the whole process from proposals to contracts to invoicing to sending your content over to brands for approval and reaching out to more brands, all that, all the good stuff to help you make money online and to help you grow online. So if you are interested in having some support when it comes to social media and content creation, email me at hello at citrusdiaries.com and in the subject line, put talent management request and I would be so happy to talk to you and to work with you and to just, you know, get you on a great path forward and help you grow on social media. So let's get back into the episode her comment section was really bothering me for a long time and I wanted to talk about it see if anybody else feels that way but I'm curious to see how things will change with comment sections on social media and how people perceive people on social media because I think something has to change with the current types of content out there with the rise of diet culture and you know the ability to get people deplatformed and just the vile comments you see on stuff like I think something needs to change with all of it and I don't know what that is but I really think like we just need better mental health support so that people aren't going online and lashing out and obviously I'm asking for the world right now because I know that That is very far in the future because, you know, politicians and corporations and stuff like that don't care about that and they don't truly care about your mental health. And, you know, I do sometimes believe that these companies want you to be feeling as terrible as possible so that they continue to market all of these remedies to you and can kind of, I don't want to say manipulate because that sounds conspiracy theory-esque, but... Manipulate you into buying more things and to, you know, lash out and cause all these issues so that then they can market another product towards you. And I think to a degree, there is some basis of that theory. I don't know how much, and I'm not going to get conspiracy theory on here because that's not who I am. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's very interesting. I think something has to change. And also, I'm really curious to watch what's going to happen with Twitter because as you guys probably saw Elon Musk finally bought Twitter for like 44 million billion dollars, whatever. And he fired three people in the, um, C class of the company and obviously he's going to bring in his own people. So I don't know. I'm curious what's going to happen because he's like very against all the censorship and, you know, I obviously think Trump should have been banned from Twitter and I'm glad he was along with a lot of other people that were spewing very hateful, very vile stuff. I do think they should have been deplatformed platformed and taken off social media, but I don't think he feels that way and I'm very curious to see what he's going to do and I think whatever he ends up doing is really going to cause major ripples and shifts in social media And what happens on platforms and what type of speech is allowed on platforms so I think it's gonna be really interesting to watch what happens you know not that it's all gonna be good things but I think it will be an interesting process and I think whatever happens on Twitter will definitely have effects across all platforms and I'm curious to see if more things will come in the future with how comments sections are monitored and what your abilities are to monitor your own comment section and you know if there's going to be an increase in like censorship on social media not saying I want that I'm just you know theorizing about things that could happen in the future just based on what's happening now and yeah I don't know I I'm very curious I feel like things are changing with social media you know as i said with last week with long form content coming back i think a lot of platforms are looking to pivot and adjust and go into a new season of social media which is interesting because i'm curious like what caused that kind of like turn that pivot because i don't know like nothing like major has happened to lead to that pivot that i can really pinpoint but i i think it's just probably changes in feelings of what social media is and how people are using it and you know if they keep changing what social media looks like it's going to keep people on there because you got to keep their attention span and i think a lot of things are going to be changing and i'm hoping that it's going to be for the better uh and yeah i don't know i at the end of the day i think The comment section on her videos is quite interesting to look at. I would love to hear all your guys ideas and theories about what social media looks like, why people are like that in the comment sections and why people think that they can just share anything on their mind at any given point. And like, you know, I just want to like preface all this. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm for censorship or I don't think people should be able to speak their minds. It's nothing like that. You know, I think people should be able to, comment whatever they want and they should be able to say whatever they want but and i think at a certain level people don't need to be commenting everything that comes to mind when it's hurtful and spiteful and hateful and things like that and i don't think you should ever not be allowed to comment but i i think there needs to be some shift in how people are responding to content and how much they're sharing on social media when it comes to everyday people, responding to comment from these creators, no matter what size. And yeah, I'm very, very curious. I know I've said that a couple times, but I am curious to see what's gonna happen. I think we're seeing some major shifts in what social media is gonna look like moving forward. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I do wanna do some more case study type episodes on social media and wellness and food and stuff like that. So if you have any topics that you'd like me to talk about, you can always DM me on Instagram at citrusdiaries with three S's or, you know, honestly shoot me an email at hello at citrusdiaries.com with any topics you want me to cover. And also if you have any thoughts on today's episode, I would love to hear them. And yeah, this is really fun to do. I was like thinking about this earlier. I was like, I would like love to talk about this more because my degree is in advertising and marketing communication so obviously i've learned a lot about this and like what social media marketing looks like what marketing looks like on a grand scheme and you know just how we market things not even as companies but as individuals and the projections and what all that looks like And you know I also have a minor in econ and psych so I think those are very interesting to pull into this whole discussion because I do have a good grip on like how people process information how people you know respond to marketing and all of that and then the whole money side of it I think it's a very interesting background to have to then have these discussions so I would love to do more in the future maybe we do like a case study a month I feel like that could be fun so yeah send me all your ideas I would love to hear them and yeah that's that's that for today's episode no ins and outs list this week I I don't know I just like couldn't think of any that were like so major so we'll be back with one next week and I hope you all have a great Monday I will see y'all next week thank you so much for tuning in to the dear citrus diaries podcast if you want to connect with me and connect with the community you can follow along on instagram at citrus diaries with three s's and on tiktok at citrus diaries also be sure to check out my website which is citrusdiaries.com you can find so many resources and things when it comes to wellness and food. I have tons of recipes on there and my own personal wellness diary, which you can look at for a little more inside scoop on everything that's going on. Also, make sure to join our club on Geneva, Well by CD, to just join a big group chat of wellness lovers. And if you have any questions, always email me at hello at citrusdiaries.com or DM me on Instagram. And if you think one of your friends would enjoy this convo, please make sure to send it to them and leave a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you on the next episode.